This is Dr. Holly Lucille's Mindful Medicine. Here's Dr. Holly Lucille. Hi there, mindful listeners. Thanks once again for spending part of your day with us. All right, title of the show today, I'm just going to break it down. It's called the Easy Sugar Breakup. And I do believe that this topic is going to be music to most of your ears because in my clinical practice, um, you know, we talk about diet a lot. Diet is foundational to so many things in health and wellness. Uh, it is, you know, if you look up diet in the dictionary, you've heard me say it before, it actually means habitual nourishment. Like how, as a habit, do you nourish yourself? And I got to tell you some, there are some very addictive um, things out there and sugar happens to be one of them. And a good percentage of my patients uh, struggle with a healthy diet because of their want and their need, sometimes physiologically, sometimes emotionally, sometimes, well, just sometimes their need for sugar. So I have a guest that's going to help break this down. Her name is Rena Greenberg. Um, she's a CEO of Wellness Seminars. Uh, she has a very successful, popular, and effective wellness and weight loss program that's been featured eh, pretty much everywhere. Newspapers, magazines, Fox TV, CNN, Good Morning America, Nightline, The Doctor Show, USA Today, and Women's World Magazine. Serena, welcome to the show. Thank you, Holly. It's great to be here. Yeah. So, okay. Let's talk about this. Um, how did you be, you know, you, you I, I know you use hypnosis, correct? Uh, in, uh, yes. for your weight loss program. So talk to me about that. How did, what, what led you to become interested in that? Sure. Well, you know, the way I look at it, like sometimes people think, oh, can I even be hypnotized? You know, and I look at it like we are being hypnotized all the time, you know, oh, yeah. by the media, by advertising, nowadays by politicians and, so what I'm trying to do is help people to take their power back. So I see hypnosis as really self-hypnosis. It's what messages are we allowing into our own psyche, our subconscious mind, knowing that those messages are then driving us. So what I'm passionate about doing is giving people a set of really positive, healthy messages that motivate them to increase their, their behaviors that are self you know, they're loving and, and caring of themselves and and help them to really respect their bodies and themselves. And, you know, you asked how I got into it and really uh, through my own illness and my own challenges and finding a way out and then wanting to help others to do the same. Uh, that You know, I, I have so many guests that I've, I've spoken to, or I think we've uh, cleared more than 450 shows or so, and it's always, it seems like the guests that have um, actually developed a talking platform or a book or a resource from their own experience and that that is something that uh you know kind of thrills me because you know until you it's like it's in your bones like you know this stuff it's sure people are very well credentialed and have incredible education but it's when you go through it and then you experience it and then you give it back by uh helping to heal others i think that's just awesome blossom um so yeah what what's the most you've seen someone lose weight in your program and talk to me about what that looks like well it's been really just so rewarding to see so many people and you know i have to say some people who come to me they might only have five ten pounds to lose but it's still a struggle for them uh especially when we're dealing with addiction 
you know, because for so many people, all, all addiction can lead to shame and guilt and, and, and hiding and sneaking and all kinds of behaviors that are very damaging to a person's self-image. So I have people like that. And then on the other side of the spectrum, I've literally, the most I've ever known anyone to lose who's come back to me and told me they've lost uh, this amount of weight with my program, and that's 180 pounds, uh, which is just amazing. That's a lot of weight, you know. Gentlemen. <laughs> that's a lot of weight. Yeah, and a couple of women who have actually just won a couple of months ago was just featured on the cover of Women's World magazine. She lost 100, over 140 pounds. And I've had a, a few women that have lost that much weight and have kept it off. And it's it's really wonderful. You know, All right, so that's, yeah. A completely different person. Yeah, that's that. It, I It's huge. I mean, I so as a hobby, I have a little side job as I work as a CrossFit <clears throat> coach and um, a fitness coach. And so, you know, sometimes when I'm taking those weights and like putting them back on the rack, I'm like, oh, this is what it would feel like for me if I gained 10 pounds. <laughs> this is what it would feel like yeah. for me if I gained. It's a lot of weight. And losing that weight is a lot. So, you know, let's loop back to your interest in hypnosis, because it seems like in your program, you specialize in something called gastric bypass hypnosis. Tell me more about that. To elaborate with that, because that's fascinating. Yeah. Well, you know, the surgery has become more and more popular. And obviously, I mean, the real surgery. And for some people, it really works. But I have people who call me all the time. I had a woman just call me yesterday um, who had had the surgery. And unfortunately, she, her exact words, she said it was the biggest mistake I ever made in my life because unfortunately, what she didn't realize is the only way to keep the weight off is to change your thinking. I mean, you have to change your behaviors, your habits. And the only way to do that is to change your thinking. And that's why what my program, the gastric bypass hypnosis surgery, is it's actually no surgery. Although some people, you know, like this woman, have actually had the surgery. But they still come to me because they know that the root of the problem is our thoughts about ourselves and food, and that's where I help people to go in. It's really amazing because people need absolutely no surgery, and they can actually feel that their stomach is smaller, that their stomach is Mm. the size of a golf ball. They only want to have a few bites at a time, and it's all done through accessing that power of the mind. All right, so... Interesting. So like for the listeners, I'll just say it again, gastric bypass hypnosis. Uh, Obviously, there's the actual procedure, which some people do well with, but there are some backlashes and some side effects from that. But you're actually talking about understanding the mind connection, mindful medicine, here we go, and, and getting in there. And so in the simplest terms, hypnosis, like I think here's the deal. I think people get kind of uh, alerted by that term, like hypnosis yeah. might mean that there's going to be a loss of control, that somebody else is yeah. actually getting inside of you. Um, so will you just break that down and maybe take some of the connotation off that word as far as how that process or that modality actually works to change behavior? Yes, thank you. That's that's such a great point. You know, people are afraid of it. I've had people say to me, I'm afraid I'm going to lose control. I don't want someone to control my mind or I don't want to reveal secrets. And the reality is that in hypnosis, the way I'm doing it in a therapeutic way, you're always in complete control. And I do, I do think it's very important, Holly, as you say, to really break it down. Hypnosis is a natural state. 
It's a state of deep physical relaxation and focused concentration. Every morning when we wake up, every night when we fall asleep, we naturally pass through that state of hypnosis. And your listeners will will recognize that as a state where you're very, very relaxed, but yet you have complete awareness. So you may be in that in-between state right before you fall asleep, right before you wake up. You might hear the neighbors mowing their grass. You might smell breakfast cooking. But you're just so relaxed, you don't want to move. Nothing bothers you. You don't want to respond to it. In that state, the subconscious mind is more available for suggestions. And the suggestions I give to people when they come to me for weight loss or for choosing smaller portions, eating healthier foods, increasing activity, and most importantly, to never, ever feel like they're on a diet. Because for most people, when they think of the word diet, you know, they're not thinking of habitual nourishment. I love that. Um, You know, they're thinking of restriction and pain and suffering, and they're thinking when they can get off this crazy diet. And so I want to help people to avoid that whole inner battle by instead reframing it to actually preferring the healthy foods that nourish us and sustain us. And, uh, and that's how it works. So it's a very natural state. It's really a state of the imagination. It's like when you watch a movie, you know the movie isn't real, but you can still cry when your favorite character dies or get excited when good things happen. It's because your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. Ha, ah, that's a good point. Yeah. So yeah. we can, just like we enjoy television shows or movies or those things that we kind of like use as brain candy, we can actually start using our own minds as brain candy in our own in our in our benefit. Exactly, because for so many of us, you know, we wake up every morning and we don't even ask ourselves, where are we going? You know, you would never get in your car and just well, I can't say never. Maybe some people, you know, take a Sunday afternoon drive where they get in the car and have nowhere that they're going, but <laughs> typically we have a destination in mind. And so what I help people to to do is help to really hone in on what is your heart's longing, not what the world is telling you you should do or your environment. And then how can we reprogram the mind to help you to get to exactly where you want to go? Because sometimes people give up and they don't think, oh, they think, oh, I'm I'm always going to be heavy or, you know, I've worked with people who smoke, all kinds of addictions, and they just feel like they're destined to live that life or being in an unhappy marriage or an unhappy career. And the answer is no, we can... Uh, make a new choice and then reprogram the mind to step by step take us in literally a new direction. It's like resetting the GPS. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, okay, so I want to ask you another question. There's a, a recent study that found that people who use hypnosis, what you're talking about, so your code word for hypnosis is basically, I guess, uh, using our minds. And this is the perfect show, Mindful Medicine, like using our minds. It, um, they use to increase satiety or the feeling of fullness. Now, we've got physiological hormones involved there, leptin, ghrelin, etc. Um, can you explain two things? How does hypnosis reduce cravings? Because I know that sometimes mind over matter doesn't work there. And then also, how can it signal that satiety in folks? Yeah, no, those are great questions because a lot of that feeling of hunger a lot of it is 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 in the mind, and then a lot of it is physical. So it's both, you know, when you think about that mind-body uh, connection. So in terms of actually eliminating that physical hunger, a lot of that has to do with retraining the mind in the sense to change the types of foods that you're gravitating towards. So in other words, you mentioned earlier about sugar, and that, you know, that's obviously the, the name of the show, Easy Sugar Breakup, and that's um, the name of my book. 
And that's because for so many people, we're just in the habit of consuming sugar. And a lot of times we don't even realize all the hidden places where we are consuming sugar. You know, you might not think it's in your tomato sauce or, you know, just normal, you know, salad dressing and all these other foods that you don't even think of as eating sugar necessarily. But for many people, what that does is actually eating a sugar or having a sugar being a staple in the in the diet can just increase physical hunger. So with the hypnosis, what I do is help a person to change their preference for food so they're actually more attracted to healthy foods. And, they, and the sugar is no longer attractive so that we no longer want to eat that sugar. And when we don't eat it anymore, and that's because we've changed the way we think about it subconsciously, not because we're forcing ourselves not to eat it, you know, as we do when we're on a, on a, in a, on some kind of diet. And then what happens is that the body becomes more balanced, and then we don't have those extreme uh, um, highs and lows where we're absolutely famished, and then we have to stuff ourselves and binge. So instead, we can just start to ask ourselves throughout the day, what am I needing? Am I physically hungry? And feeding ourselves the foods that our body needs and what it's so interesting because then when we start to eat healthier foods those hormones that you're kind of mentioning and the brain chemicals that are you know craving the sugar almost the way we crave like you know like opioids those start to die down and we don't have those physical cravings as much so it really is connected the whole mind body craving cycle got it so okay you've got these programs um which are you're the CEO of Wellness Seminars now, but your book this the book is called Easy Sugar Breakup, right? And then where can people find it? Amazon. Yeah. So okay. and just go to Amazon.com and Google and uh, search Easy Sugar Breakup. The Easy and, um, Sugar yeah, I'm Breakup. I'm so excited. It's it's you know brand new and revised, and it has a whole chapter of sugar canceling recipes. Um, to really help people to, to kind of switch the mode and uh, and to start to really enjoy healthy food. That's the thing. I think so many people, I know people who come to me, they're so used to either eating anything at any time or being on some kind of strict, restrictive plan. And my whole point is, no, we want to listen to the body. And then we actually can retrain the body and mind so that we prefer healthy foods and we only want to eat when we're physically hungry and we're physically hungry a lot less of the time and we can enjoy every bite and that's what some of my clients say to me I had a um, woman Veronica who lost 80 pounds with my program and she said to me that's unbelievable I'm eating even more than I did yeah. ever before but I'm enjoying food more because I'm eating healthy nourishing foods and what happens is our taste for food changes so that we can then start to prefer those healthy foods that is a, it's such a great point. And I think, you know, I mean, we've talked about it and I've kidded, kidded about the t- title of my podcast, Mindful Medicine, but I think what you're doing in an essence, I think any time that we're more mindful about anything, I mean, I remember doing this, um, I remember doing this experiment. I forget where I was exactly because it was years ago where our job was just to taste one single raisin. And we had to like have that raisin in our mouth for like a good two, three minutes and to take in all, like, and to just be mindful about, and I mean, we're talking about one raisin, right? And the, 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 the texture and the sweetness and it's like everything when I just, it was like, oh, that's all I needed. It was just like, it was just like amazing. Um, it is. So, so yeah. True. So, 
so true. I think you're talking in general about mindfulness. Um, about and I exactly. think food and nourishment and drink becomes so mindless in this ever increasingly stressful, fast paced society that I think that's where we get hooked up a lot. That is so true. And uh, right, and so many people are just stuffing themselves with food, eating very quickly, and not even taking time to really taste all the flavors and really, really enjoy it and to see the beauty. And um, and that can make such a huge difference. So one of the main things in the, in the hypnosis, the suggestions I give people, is to really, really enjoy every single bite of food they're eating. Yeah, and to be able to do that, you have to, I mean, there are times when I can tell you, I make dinner, and we sit down, and we're at the table, and we're talking about the day, and there's some gratitude, and that experience is so different than, it's like, it has been pushed to the limit, all we want to do is get to that couch, and grab that, you know, like, program that we've whatever they call it these days, taped, TiVo'd, you know, recorded, what have you, and just yeah. start to like, uh, you know, just just kind of numb it out because we're so stimulated throughout the day. But I think food is perhaps a place that we should do that all the time. Yeah. I mean, and then we get to enjoy it so much more and then we're eating less. And we start to really notice, like even beginning to notice in terms of mindfulness, am I physically hungry or is my body actually full? And often we're eating as a way to deal with other things, like perhaps we're tired. But instead of taking, you know, a 10-minute rest or just breathing, uh, we're just in the habit of reaching for food. And we have all kinds of habits around that, you know, where we're in emotional pain. You know, we learned for many of us when we were very young, have some cookies and milk, you'll feel better. So we start to reach for food to emotionally soothe ourselves. And when we just develop, as you're saying, the mindfulness, the awareness, we can stop and really ask ourselves, wait a second, huh? and you know, speak to ourselves very lovingly, what am I actually needing here? Yeah, so it might you it, you might be hungry, but it's not actually for food. It might be for touch. It might be for somebody to yes. listen to you. It might be yes. for you to have your own time out and to hang out and actually do some excavation of how you're feeling. It might be for something way deeper and way broader and way bigger than just stuffing it with food. That's right. And so stuffing it with food, for many of us, it's just a habit. You know, we learned that in childhood, clean the plate. And so now it's an opportunity to relearn, you know, to really look at these limiting beliefs and to relearn a new way of being, a new relationship, a healthier relationship with food. Yeah. And that is going to affect all areas of our life, our self-esteem, our confidence, uh, just the way we respect ourselves. And when we respect ourselves more, other people are going to respect us more. Yeah, of course. And you're going to get that self-respect, which probably just beats it all. Um, it's funny. I yeah. had a patient. It's not funny. I, it's curious. I had a patient the other day who was one of seven. She was the youngest of seven siblings. And um, we were dealing with a, a pretty severe digestive issue, uh, which she has been diagnosed with, um, you know, GERD or gastroesophageal reflux disorder, but I actually had diagnosed her with uh, hypochlorhydria or not enough acid. 
that's a whole nother podcast, by the way. But my point is, I asked her, do you chew your food? And she's like, uh, absolutely not. <laughs> she just said, she's like, there, I had six older siblings. We did not have a lot of money. There was not a lot of food. And if I had a chance to get some, not only would I eat it, eat it fast, but I would clean my entire plate. So she has all of that ingrained into her. Yes. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, the great news is, is that we can reprogram the mind. We can retrain it. When you asked me earlier, you know, what is hypnosis? I am passionate about hypnosis. I love it because that's a tool that we can use. So the past doesn't equal the future. We really can change these patterns um, with a lot of self-compassion and self-love, but in a way that we can then, you know, change our behavior so that we get more out of, you know, more of the things that we want out of life. Because no one wants their life ruled out. I mean, I remember, you know, what it was like to wake up in the morning and my only thought was what I was going to eat that day. And, you know, of course, I had a job and I had friends and I had a regular life. But truth be told, I mean, that was what was taking up 90% of the real estate in my brain. And uh, for so many of us, I mean, that's, you know, we we think when we eat whatever we want, whenever we want, that that's freedom. But it's not. We're really in prison. And so my goal is to help really liberate people. Love it. All right. So let me go back to that last study that we had talked about, because I think it was during that same study that um, also found people who used hypnosis or whatever code word we want to insert there to try to, you know, kick off the connotation of it, um, reduced inflammation, while those who did not use hypnosis saw no improvement in in inflammation. So inflammation, obviously, at its core, is a pretty darn big deal in the body. We need it. Uh, there are inflammatory cascades and cytokines that are there for a purpose. If the immune system gets kicked off, all of that is really important. But the balance and the reinitiation of calm is very important as well. So tell me more about that part of the study. Yeah, well, because, it, you know, our nervous system, basically, we've all heard about the fight or flight response. And so what that is in terms of the nervous system is when we're in fight or flight, we're in a fight or flight mode, uh, that's the sympathetic nervous system is activated. And what that means is that our heart's beating faster, our blood vessels constrict, um, our muscles get tense. And it, again, it's a safety mechanism, so that's a way of protecting ourselves so that we can either fight or flee. But the problem is when we're aroused all the time that it does wreak havoc on all the systems of the body. And hypnosis, one of the benefits of it is that it's so relaxing and it helps to activate the parasympathetic nervous system. And so that is the relaxation response. And the blood vessels then dilate, and uh, the muscle tension goes down, the brain waves become you know, more, more even and more normalized, and so we can think more clearly and actually activate our creative uh, thinking mind, access more of that power of the subconscious. And so all of this is very, very beneficial in reducing that excessive inflammatory response and as well as so many other systems of the body that can get out of whack when we're only in that fight or flight mode. So hypnosis is really a way of of deactivating that and coming back to a sense of serenity and peacefulness where we really can uh, regroup, think more clearly, and actually come up with new ways of responding to our life situation rather than always just reacting uh, sort of from that panic place. Wow, you got a lot going on there, but obviously very, very successful. So um, I'm going to give a couple resources for your listeners. Easywillpower.com 
is definitely the place to go for more information on Rena and her wellness seminars. And if you have any um, questions or want to be in contact with her regarding her services in hypnosis and weight loss, and then also, of course, the good old Amazon.com can get you to Easy Sugar Breakup, her book that is um, newly out and redone, and it looks amazing. So, Rena, thank you so much for your personal story in all of this and informing the work that you do out in the world. Um, here at Mindful Medicine, we appreciate things like that. And folks listening, I really appreciate it as well, and we'll see you next time.